When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But, uh, all right, let's let's start it up so I can we, get my coffee. I don't want to drink all my coffee before we even talk. <laughs> we we actually are live now, and we are live with the Team Otoki podcast, and we are here with uh, Trevor William Church from the band Haunt. What's up, Howdy. Trevor? What's going on, guys? Glad to be here. Yeah, glad for you to uh, join us, and this is going to yeah. be a lot of fun. And Timo wanted to do this show. Uh, Timo, me and you haven't done a show since uh, Neil Turbin. That was yeah, last year. Second. When was right? I don't know, Neil sometimes was awesome. Neil's a super nice dude. I was yeah. before I went to LA, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you actually ever get to do a show with him yet, or, or whatever happened with that? Three. You oh, you did three already. Oh wow! Yes, I in LA. In, I think it's yeah. Was it October? I think October. Yeah. How'd they go? Well, one. <laughs> <laughs> One was, uh, where was it? Some kind of really weird outdoor festival. And one was in Whiskey A Go Go, and one was so called Backyard Show, which was, I mean, if I'm really honest, the whole trip was worthless. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, there, was re- there, was, there was barely nobody there. And, you know, but I got to play Whiskey, and that was, of course, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder if, like, playing the whiskey is like losing its luster because i mean i'm born and raised in california and like i could give a rat's ass about the whiskey a go-go like it just doesn't it has like a completely different like realm to it than it once did it used to be this place like motley crew and all these huge bands that's that was their like spot but now you know it's like for the heavy metal and, you know, especially heavy metal in L.A., I can speak probably for the L.A. bands because I've recorded them, recorded them in my studio. I know they're my friends of mine and they're like the upcoming generation of younger heavy metal guys. They don't fucking play there. Right. You know, yeah. it's like it's like completely changed. I mean, it's not like they would want to. It's just that they don't really like to, to me, their their whole stick has been more like pay to play for um younger bands they don't really like try to holster up some a, a sort of music scene wow well timo that's one thing that you want to talk about too is pay to play because you just recently posted a bunch of stuff about that on facebook yeah i mean pay to play uh well i'm not doing that I'm no i know i no, i don't think any any band should really do it I, you know i mean if, no, you, I wanna, if it, you want to get on those big shows most bands don't have that choice of not to do that but it's it's yeah. pointless you know i think you it's have wrong. the two, I think it's you wrong. have the two, you have the two areas of it there's like the pay to play and then there's buy in so yeah. like like it's like i i feel like they're completely two different things cuz like in la where you have pay to play gigs kind of they don't technically say you're paying they make you sell a certain amount of tickets they put you on this like you know they're like the government all of a sudden they're like you know like here, if you don't sell this many, then, you know, you got to pay the front of house guy. They don't want to lose any money. 
right. because they don't want to take a risk on any bands. And then the bigger bands, they want people to pay for their luxuries in a sense. Like, you know, they you buy in, that basically pays for X names bus. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? So right. like they're 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 you know rolling in ease. They're kind of doing you a solid. I I I can see it on we always have to look at things with both perspectives of where you're going and what you're trying to do because sometimes those things like a buy-in might actually do something for a band um that's smaller and that mm-hmm. they need that exposure and we're in a different time of, in the world now where record labels and stuff are it's completely different so you know maybe that's not so bad pay to play is terrible i don't i don't agree with it i think the the venue should be trying to holster live music instead of pushing it away right because like there's there there really is no strong music scene in the united states anymore like like other than like maybe some of the industry like the indie rock stuff might still have a little something going on but like in heavy metal there's only so many bands like i could count them I can name them off the top of my head after like five fucking rips that I still know that, that there's just not a lot of uh, uh, enough bands. And it's a lot of it is because it's like really hard to book a show. You know, you have to go through this thing. Then you got to wait three months between shows, yada, yada. But anyway, yeah, that shit is, uh, you got to look at it as, is it could be good for a band. It could be bad for a band. I personally, I don't have any money to spend on anything like that. So like, I'm trying, I'm just trying to pay all the bills that I have. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> right. Like that's enough. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. we all have bills. So it's like, you want to add another fucking thing on by going and like paying to play some fucking venue that had prestige 40 years ago. Who knows? Yeah. Now Timo, what's your take on that? Well, do we have any visitors? Actually, yes, we do. Uh, some of them are from my show, <laughs> but uh, uh, James is here. Um, he says yeah. uh, weed is not legal in Tennessee. <laughs> and uh, Robert, Gar- Robert Garcia, a good friend of mine, he's here. And uh, Lou Mavs, he's here as well. He's watching. And Mitch, Mick Watkins, he's a very cool guy. He yeah. just uh, His band, Wild Ride, just released their new EP. Yeah, so he says, what's up, Trevor? Mick is my host. He says, uh, Haunt Wild Ride in 2022. Yeah. Uh, these guys professional musician uh mick, mick Watkins is a professional musician yeah. I would say. Yeah. you know what it, you know what it means yes of course uh, what does it mean what does it mean it means yeah. that that's like what you guys are doing i mean you, you know yeah you, that you means don't you have earn, a, you, you earn a living from music right that's yeah. What it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. if you, you don't a, earn a, a living, nine to five job you, you yeah then you're an amateur yeah which is yeah what I, I mean it, it's really this, it, I, this day and age, this, I think it's, a hard, it's way harder to be a professional musician because yeah, but this is not harder what this show is about. This show is about professional musicians, right? How to make it, or if you can make it, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Yeah, let's uh-huh. do it. So, I mean, Wayne, you are the boss here, so you should also direct this a bit. I think. Well, I was. I was trying to direct you to <laughs> go yeah. off of what he was talking about, the pay, pay to play thing. And that leads to professional musicians as well, because, you know, I'm sure, you know, there, there's some musicians that still have to do that. I mean, I have I have never even I've never done that. No, I know you never done it, but you just got offered that not too long ago. Right. 
And you turn it down, obviously. Well, it wasn't exactly pay to play. They, they offered a fee, you know, but right. it wasn't a very good one. Right. I mean, pay to play means that you actually pay money. You don't get right. anything. Yeah, I've, I've done it once. And it was, yeah, yeah, but this guy has actually offered yeah. ridiculous money. Mm. And that so, then started me on this. And I started really thinking about all the shows I've done, which are like more than 4,000 in my career. Yeah. yeah. 55 countries and then I started to calculate for example when you played Sao Paulo with six and a half thousand people when the tickets are like 20 bucks you get the point right somebody's making a lot of money and I never remember getting more than like a couple of thousand grand for the show I don't remember this yeah so then I started really to because I've been sort of managing myself lately mm-hmm. so I'm doing all the work myself which is okay but it's a lot of work right and organizing a tour yourself and you know everything but it's i like that because then you know i think it's very good and then all the streaming thing happened with you know spotify and then i started last three days i've been studying that only that right and i start barely start an understanding how they for example calculate royalties right spotify i talked to jens this morning and he calls it speedify <laughs> yeah, because they're the lowest paying uh, digital platform out there, right? Yeah, so if we take the streaming, which I love, by the way, I think mm. it's a fantastic way to, you know, yeah. I, I see what you have behind your... Yeah, mind, I, I love the physical stuff. And, and also yeah, yeah, too. me too. I'm not saying, yeah, too. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that this is uh, now more than 60% of music streaming. Right. right. So, and it's going up. Yeah, of course. And, you know. and also the music industry is going up, which was a surprise for me. Mm. So the revenues and everything, the, the money is bigger. Yeah. Which is kind of funny when you think about the, all this complaining. Uh, you know, Complaining what, with the, with the Spotify thing? Yeah, this is only one. I mean, it's all of them. And, yeah. you know, it's the entire, uh, it's just the internet in yeah. general because it, it makes it, everything is so tangible now. You don't have to actually physically own it. And you could go from one band to the next, the next, the next down the line. And that is part of what I think is a, a big problem with um, how they, how they uh, calculate, how they pay bands. Cause it's just very, it's, it's challenging to even be relevant in 2020 because of how much there is for you to listen to, right. you know, there's not as fun anymore to find a band. I find like, you know, it's like, Back in the days, you'd, you'd have your, your buddy be like, oh, check this band out. And you're like, oh, this is sick. And then you had to go buy it or like kind of feel awkward and be like, hey, man, could I like borrow that cassette so I could record it? You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> right. like, it's, a, it's like a full on different world. But, you know, I'm finding that I'm getting more physical sales now more than ever. But right. that's because I'm literally selling them myself. So I right. see them going out. Like Bandcamp for me is the future for any independent musician. If you have not been using Bandcamp, you're going to have a hard time really making money off album sales. It balances, it balances the scale because mm-hmm. instead of getting a dollar per record from a label, you can now get 10. You're right. going to make way more money selling it yourself. And since distribution, if you think about record stores, there's no Sam 
goodie. There's no warehouse. All the things we grew up, you know, going to every Friday when we got paid, those are like almost irrelevant now. Now it's mom and pop shops catering like, you know, vintage records to, you know, having the newest of whatever color edition. You know, we have one here in town. We have a great record store in Fresno called Raging Records. This dude has been catering to punk heavy metal since the 90s. I grew up going to his store and it's it's like to me, it's better than any of the corporate places. And but anyway, what I'm saying is like most professional musicians now, I'm seeing a lot, a lot of people turning to Bandcamp and a lot of people turn to me to ask how I did it when mm-hmm. I started Haunt. I was my, my previous band Beastmaker was signed to, you know, Lee Dorian's label Rise Above, which mm-hmm. was yep. a subsidiary label of Metal Blade at the time. I think he was, he was distributing through Metal Blade for the United States. I don't know what he does now, but anyway, I was like, you know, I thought that was going to be the next year for me because of the bands he has and, and whatnot. And, you know, I started realizing, I was like, man, there's like, no money coming in from you know like you get paid your upfront fee and that basically that's that you know it's it's a strange deal like now when I look at it I wouldn't I would have done things a little differently but I think when you're just starting you kind of have to get fucked just so you can like learn something you're like Mm -hmm. oh okay you know but you know it's only it's only for so long before you're you're free. And I'm not saying that Lee did any of that to me, but just what I'm saying is, is that on my next project, I was like, I I knew about Bandcamp. A lot of people were returning me to it. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to see what happens if I don't have any physical product at all. And I just stick this EP that I did for Haunt Luminous Eyes, which is my debut. Mm. And I got paid, I got more money in that first week than I had ever made in Beastmaker, my previous Mm -hmm. band. And that was a big eye opener to me because I was like, I didn't even have any marketing. The only, like only one dude really put Mm -hmm. me on a a nice tier. Fenris from Dark Throne. He -hmm. has that album of the week blog, you know, that he does. He put me as number one album of the week that week. And the next thing you know, my old band done and now I'm haunt and completely. How many many CDs did you sell? I didn't have, didn't sell any CDs. I didn't have any physical product. So that first week. You you just said that you you, in Bantam, you just said that you sold CDs. No, no, selling digital, just digital. Okay. How much money you made? So that first week I made $5,000. Okay. Accumulatively. So let's just put it this way. Since, and, and since this is for professional musicians, just so you can get an understanding of what Bandcamp has done for me. So I started using the platform in late 2017. I'm talking winter. Um, and to this date right now, I've almost made $300,000. Wow. So and I'm not signed to a label. I don't have any like strings attached to me. I do mostly everything myself just because, like I said, be, being on a label from the past, I found it, it was going to be very hard to make a living and I had to have another job. And it was really tiring, especially as you, know, as you get older. I'm 40 now. Um, 
but in my 30s I was just like man I'm fucking worn out I was you know you're you're playing on the weekend you're going to work during the day you're trying to you know write have rehearsals all that shit that's hard right <laughs> that is like but that's what the majority of people are doing people that yeah. I know yeah. people more, more of my age are that's the challenge they face is like how the fuck am I going to do music if I because like a lot of bands you get signed I can I can name 20 off the top of my head I know what all the every single one of them does for a day job right. and they're some of them are big they're playing headline you know they're headlining heavy metal festivals in Europe right yeah so, Timo so, you, don't, you don't have uh, any of your stuff on Bay camp right no I've never jumped up I mean yeah, why not because I don't have to well it would help no, it doesn't help at all for me. I mean, I, I'm all, the only thing that I, I speak about my perspective in things. Yeah. And if you take this Spotify thing, like I said, I started to really study that. And now I know, for example, that they don't pay straight directly to the artists at all. Right. They only pay to the uh, copyright uh, owners' rights, you know, who owns the rights. Mm-hmm. So that means record companies and publishers normally. Right. And when I started back in 84, and when we signed the first deals, I mean, I didn't even read them. I remember that. I'm like, okay, this is like, okay, it's a record deal. Cool, I signed it. And now, of course, when it all comes back to me. Right. And, and, and like Spotify is calculating its royalties. It's a, it goes to the pool, big pool. And it depends a lot about how many listeners you have per month. Right. So those who have the most listeners, like 500,000, 500 million, to say, like the biggest names, like whoever in pop music and stuff, those get the most of the money. Of course, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't know that. I only knew the, because they had to, at some point, they had to calculate, they had to say some figure, which is not even that, it's not based on reality, really. It's just mm-hmm. a figure. Right. But... The, 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 the real thing is that I know, for example, that Black Diamond has 20 million streamings. Wow. The biggest hits, they have around 20 million. And mm. so there was a 600,000 listeners per month. Wow. But it's nothing compared to Eminem or, you know. Right, of course. Metallica or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Metallica. So that means that Spotify is really only for the big names. Yeah. If you want to get real money there, from there. Yeah. And then, you know, I really started to think about my career and all these stupid, stupid uh, contracts that I signed. And, and, uh, and I talked to some people also in the industry. I talked to Stratovers Record Company in Germany, Edel. And I got infos. And, and I just really, um, well, I, I started this, I had this idea in October that, because at that time I was, I was fucking pissed off. Spotify. Mm. I'm not anymore, by the way. Right. So you're going to stay I, on Spotify. You're not going to take uh, Neil Young's. I'm, uh... I'm, I'm going to take that later. But okay. <laughs> um, so I, I was thinking, like, okay, why can't I have my own Spotify? You know, right. Mm. So I made this kind of a paper growing, like a homepage with like app and OS app and an Android app, and and I, I'm going to sell my music there, and then. Uh, I was talking to my brother who was a web designer how to do that. And he said, it's kind of complicated. Right. Yeah. Then I met a guy in Dallas, Yanni, who was living there. And he introduced me to a guy who has been working for Nokia 
And he was working for Nokia Symbian team, which was like touchscreen. They were right. making media player. Okay. And Apple still has, they have to pay to Nokia to ah. touchscreen. Mm. These guys are in court every week or wow. everything. So, so then I sent this drawing to him and he was like, yeah, actually that makes sense. Let's do it. So, okay, this, this is cool. So ever since last October, we've been, or he's been doing this team, this coding and thing. And it's really complicated. It's not that easy as you think. Yeah. So he showed me the schematics and it's like fucking Star Wars. You know? <laughs> like, it's like a Death Star. It looks like Death Star. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that is then, that is my plan. Then, then I'm going to sell all my music there. You know? So you're going to have your own Timo Tolki pod. Um, I mean, uh, app. No, it's it's called Bitminer. That's the company. Okay, so it's going to be and under it, that. Yeah, it, it's that company, and and we are. Well, like because I told him that I'm going to reverse what Spotify is doing. Oh, okay. You know, and that means that we are inviting other bands and artists as well. Oh, all right, good. And then I got to know, for example, that Apple and Google are taking thirty percent of the whole revenue. Right. Just because of the app stores. Right. They have nothing to do with it but just that. Yeah. Well, Apple has the courtesy of um, giving only 15% until you earn $1 million. Oh, how nice of them. After, uh, yeah, how nice. <laughs> after, that is, after that is 30. So, but this is like a media platform. It's not just music. It's going to be books, videos, everything. Oh, okay. All right. Under this name. And there's going to be quality control, something that Spotify doesn't have. You know? All right. I just got to well, notice that my computer's going to shut down. I just hope it don't shut down now. <laughs> Continue. Welcome to technology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was like my idea back then. And then I started to book in my own tour, actually two. Now, and I, of course, I get help. I have help. Right. People I trust, so they're helping me out. But it's so complicated because... Just when you book the routing, then one says, oh, can we do this? And oh, everything's changed. <laughs> right. So, but I mean, I, I think that I am on the opposite side of this, that I think the internet is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but of course they, it is. I mean, I, I we're on find... the same page. I, I, without Bandcamp is like internet based. Like without it, I wouldn't yeah. be talking to anybody right now. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a pro like, like I've voiced some opinions about about Spotify, but it's it's more or less just because I just don't really like I'm just not into that kind of culture for me. Right. I'm just I'm, I'm just different. I like to have physical product. And so, you know, on Bandcamp, that's offered because at, Wayne, as you know, you've probably seen all, all my stuff. You know, I manufacture all my own vinyl. The yeah, there you, right you have a CD right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, so I do I, I do all the manufacturing myself self ship it out of here and to me that that part excites me a lot more like i don't get excited like when i see my spotify statistics or anything but like seeing the person's name that bought it shipping it to them personally having this like interaction with them through the internet that's an amazing thing and that's the side that like i'm trying to stay on like everything kind of like i'm realistic in the eye in the fact that those things, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Tidal, all of them, we could go down the list and list and list of them. Um, they're here to stay. And to me, it just alienates too many people, my user base, because that's somebody that might buy it. You know, they might come to a show or buy a shirt or whatever. 
you know, not having it on, them to, on there for them to listen to. I'm just like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, so yeah, they pay shitty and everything, but it's like, they're kind of like the IRS. You just kind of have to deal with this shit, you know? Like, <laughs> right. it's just, it's, it's there. Is it amazing? I don't, I don't really care for it. I'm going to buy, I'm going to go to the band's show or go to the band's band camp page and buy their vinyl, buy a t-shirt and support them directly before I go and, and stream it. Because again, it's like, I'm not into playlists. I like, I'm still kind of like an album guy. And you obviously, I mean, look at all the fucking albums you have. Oh, that's that's fair. That's a green screen. You know? It's fake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, you know what I mean? It's like, I still like to go put the record on and I have a two-year-old and he's, he's going to be three soon. And he's really interested in records. Like yeah. he's going and grabbing a record and wanting to put it on. <laughs> and whizzing and it across think, the room, right? I think there's, <laughs> I think there is a huge, huge market for bands and musicians to launch a professional career using a platform like Bandcamp that puts you from artist directly to your fan, and you know it creates, it creates a, um, it creates a relationship. I can't tell you how many people I have in my corner supporting me because of Bandcamp. It's a very impressive tool that's out there in the music world for you don't have to sell your stuff through a secondary platform anymore. It's yeah. right there. You make what you want to have in your, you know, at your house or your warehouse or whatever you got. And you can, you know, it's a for, it's a form of survival to where you don't get big, record label advances or whatever you heard of the times of old i i'm too relatively young for that so i you know because it you know i was born in 81 so i obviously wasn't like touring the world and making records when i was five you know right. but but you know i'm in the era Hopefully now <laughs> like yeah <laughs> I, i'm in the era where like napster really started coming through like everybody was just illegally downloading Right. And nobody made any money. At least now they make something. And I agree. And I agree with Timo. I think like, like what he was saying there, he's going to have his own platform for this. I think we're going to see way more of that in the future where bands have their own apps. Yeah. You know, you can download the fucking what, Yingve Momstein app. And like, it's like, you know, all this, there's going to be all this stuff. You could you could like buy a buy a trip hopefully with a better sound. He'll send you he'll send you his Ferrari wheel or something. I saw that's actually that brings me a Ferrari steering driver. Get his Ferrari you know, steering steering wheel for sale at a show one time. Yeah, those Ferraris are, they are copies, by the way. So really, <laughs> but anyway, you know, I mean, it comes to the production thing here. Exactly what you said. That right. I come from that time when we still had so-called record advances. Yeah. from record companies yeah and, and that means that we can actually go to a nice studio and record the record and we spend like one to two months sometimes yeah yeah you could kind of like you know and, uh, you're, you could afford the can land. i talk please yeah. <laughs> thank you so then you know we got like uh the, the best we had like five hundred thousand dollars at once right you know yeah and that's like back in 2005 and normally, most of it was, I, I say these figures because I don't really care right. that, to keep it as a secret. But for like elements, we had like a budget of $200,000. But the other symphony orchestra and choir, but stuff like that. Mm. Mostly, you know, we spent like one month or two months 
making the record. And that's my point. I refuse to do what I call bedroom recording. Right. You know, mm. I really want to have you, you listen to any of anything I've done, it has a good sound. Except yeah. the first track of ours. That's horrible sound. I thought it was cool. It was done in three days. <laughs> anyway, that you know, um, so now we don't have this. You know, yeah. there is yeah. no money because the whole thing is is really way down. Yeah. So you have to be really creative to stream in there with this thing, you know. And then my platform is not even mine, it's ours. It's bit mine. There's many people working as a team, which is always a good thing. Yeah. So if it goes well, because like I said, I and we want to reverse Spotify. As I was going to say, so, like, you yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We're going to pay out 70% of the money. Okay. To the, to the artists, mm-hmm. you know, and that's different. Yeah. And this goes straight to the artists. So whoever comes there, we, we offer the platform, all the things, all the development of like six, seven, eight months. It's not easy to make this app. It's not like just go to the fucking Atari and you do it. It's not right. like that. It's really complicated with the payment systems and everything. And it's the territory is the world. Right. So, and, and the corporate society payments and everything, and you have to calculate a lot of this. So it, it's really difficult, but I don't care because at the end, it is the only way how I can be in direct contact to my fans and those who like my music, yeah. you know? Yeah, and it's no good that somebody way. like you, an actual musician, is doing yeah. this because you know the people that run Spotify. He's not a musician. Nice Gothard cut, by the way. Um, so I really you know, like I, I like I like Spotify. I like yeah. the app. I I I don't have a huge problem with it. I, I don't use I use Amazon. Well, uh, now I have a problem. But well, yeah, now you of course you now you do. No, now you know. You, now you know the behind the scenes. <laughs> no, no, let me tell you why I have a problem because I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my music from Spotify. God but that, damn it! But that, that means only my solo records. I have no control of the Stratovar stuff. Oh, well, nobody's listening if, to those anyway. If I, if I would have, <laughs> I would take it out, but yeah. only because of the payment system. Right, yeah. It's the only reason for why I'm doing this. I have no ideological reasons to do that at all. So, right. which, makes, that, which, that, uh, which a lot of people should be doing, you know, to either make him, force him to pay the artists more money. You know, because like Trevor says, he I likes the like, band because I don't like to use the word force. I don't think people wanna. I I don't think they like to you know that we tell them what to do. No, of course not. So I think that in this, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I really think that in this, um, I'm losing the thought here because it's. Um, I just think that there's a big future in this when you when you make it really good. Yeah, and then you can actually unite your fans. You know, and of course we're gonna offer also uh, physical stuff through my own company, the other company. Yeah. So that this is kind of network of things. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like you know, because like how Trevor he loves Bandcamp because he can sell his physical stuff there. And will your the Bitminer thing sure. will it can you know uh, co- um, you know put those two things together? You'll have uh, a link to like you know where you can buy the physical CD. And sure. The and then it, but then it's gonna be the quant- the quantities are like so small. Yeah. You know, when, whenever I make an announcement that there's going to be a new record and, and I say nothing about the physical stuff and it's like, I want to have CD. Yeah. Okay, man, I ship it to you. Anybody else? You know, that's what I mean. It's like, you know, we talk about maybe two to 500 
in the world. Right. It's really rare, so, but it's going to be there. But what I mean is that streaming is, and it's going to be even bigger. Yeah. And, and, and some of these, like, like um, these concert companies, they also do these 360 deals. Mm-hmm. But they want to have a piece of the touring income as well. Right. And this is just, you know, when I see how much they actually pay for the artists and bands since 50s, it's like sick. Yeah. No, but I'm not in a crusade here. I'm just doing things for myself. You know, mm-hmm. and if somebody's gonna come there, they can send us the stuff and we listen to it. And, you know, but it's not for everybody. This is not Spotify in that sense. You don't find there like five hundred million bands. Right. But we do pay out what Spotify could pay should pay. Mm-hmm. So my original idea, my horrible drawing. Do you have this like drawing? My own reverse. <laughs> I send it to Ed. I can put it somewhere. So, um, and then you know, it all started from that, and I call yeah. it my reverse Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my problem with Spotify is that now when I'm taking out my stuff, mm. I cannot listen to it anymore. <laughs> how, can I, can. How, can, how can I listen to Spotify at the same time I criticize them? Yeah. That's hypocritical. It is. is. And then when I don't own any CDs or CD player, I can listen to music because then I can listen to also Apple or YouTube. Mm -hmm. The only thing I might be able to listen is the free version of Spotify. Right. But even then I would be sort of, you know, participating to what I call crime. I rip my CDs to my phone so I could take my music, the, the bands that I love. I, I mean, my iTunes library yeah. is awesome. And I prefer it because it's, I always buy a phone with a big hard drive so I could put a ton of music on it. And that's yeah. what I use. I don't need internet because sometimes when you're on the road, you're going to hit places. There is no internet. Then what are you, then what are you listening to? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But the Apple is the same. Yeah, they're all, they all those they pay shit, so I can't listen to any of them when I go on this way. Yeah. And how can I have Spotify app if I take my stuff out from that? Mm. This it's no way. <laughs> so all these these three days I've been thinking, what the fuck? I mean, I can't listen to music anymore. Right. Because I only listen to Spotify. You know, as a as a as a platform and, and I have like six hundred songs in the playlist. Or my liked songs that they say. <laughs> so I I really <laughs> I guess I, I, I really have to think. <laughs> yeah. How so, do this? Are you gonna just do Spotify or or pretty much all of them? I have to do everything of you course. You have to do everything. Why you just put those albums on? They are there. I know, and then you just put them on like a like last year. Yeah, but I paid for it. I know I was quite, take it my, I had manager at that time and he sort of taught me to right. do that then. Reluctantly. Yeah. I mean, I, I spent years resisting that. Right. And now I'm going to just take it off. And of course, they don't understand that there are many, many people who actually bought the physical CD. Right. It's like a lot of Stratomarist fans. I mean, we sold like one or four million copies. So all those are relevant, you know. Yeah. So I think those people, in my eyes, are okay to use Spotify. Mm-hmm. You know. And in any case, I think it's okay to use Spotify. You know, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that I'm going to take my music out 
from all those streaming platforms. And if somebody wants to listen to my stuff, the solo stuff, all the future stuff, they have to co- go to the Bitcoin, Bitcoiner. Yeah. And that offers like a really high quality audio. You're going to do like CD level. That's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So good. Yeah, that is really because that's that's the be one like, thing that really lacks with with the digital stuff. It's it, the sound quality, like we like Trevor was saying when we first started. I have a question. Just... I have a question for Timo, real quick. Go Are on. you going to sell? So on your, um, could you say the name of the 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 app again? Bit. So I can't quite Bit, capture. Bit, Bit Miner. It's a it's a company from Dallas. B I T. Bit Miner. B I T. Bit Miner. Okay. So on Bit Miner. Are, will your fans have the ability to buy the digital download yes. of your album? Okay. Yes. I think that's important to make clear to people listening to it that would be interested in Bitminer that you're yes. actually selling the digital album there as well. Because again, I think it's important for like dudes like me, if say there's no CD or whatever, if I wanted no. to go buy it and put it on my phone, and I'm, I'm traveling, I'm on an airplane, I don't have internet, whatever the case may yeah. be, I have access to it through some yeah. sort of library. Right. There's been a lot of talk right. with the CEO of the company, the sample guy, which is Nokia guy. Hello, you're watching this probably. Um, that should it be downloadable or streamable? Right. <laughs> I'm like, streamable, streamable. And it's just downloadable, downloadable. I said, both, both, you know. Yeah. Why not? Why can't it be both? You know? Why not? Yeah, exactly. That but we good. are still we are still finding this concept, you know, we're talking about the things and kind of seeing the bigger picture there. And that, that there is an audience and, and and if they really need, if they want to buy that stuff, they have to come there. Right. You, you don't get it also because there's also, also going to be a copyright like Spotify has. Mm-hmm. So, so you buy the, the file, you download the file, or stream it, and then you download it, and then you can't listen to it outside of your devices. It's not possible to do. Yeah. So that means that um, it's not going to be in YouTube unless it's somebody who really <laughs> makes a horrible audio, you know, through speakers <laughs> and then records it, and, and that nobody wants that. Right. Yeah. So Tim that's out. what I mean. You know. Yeah. Do you do you manufacture vinyl records for your releases? Yes, we will have those too. Okay, now I was just yes. asking. Yeah, yeah. That, that was just a question. Yeah, right. it's. I think it's a good question because those okay. are like you know they're getting up. You know, people are buying more of those, but it's still nothing compared to the streaming. I mean, the figures are small. So if you want to well, earn a living with this, and this is the point of this podcast, is that you got to be really creative in there. Yeah. And the prices of uh, vinyl are even going up now. So how much longer could vinyl sales stay? I, I don't know. And I, I still love, say I love vinyl records. It's, it's really, I mean, I um, I buy vinyl like yeah. every week. Really? So, well, for me, yeah. for me well, I guess so. all the money you're making. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I like I like I. There's something magical about a vinyl record, man. I there there really is. Like, you know. I, you don't really notice it. See, like my turntable broke. Like I hadn't had it in over a year. Yeah, no. my needle broke, and I just was like, "Fuck it." I was in the studio, I was super busy. I wasn't really listening to stuff inside. And like I said, then my son started going, 
Papa, you know, he wants to know what all this shit is in the living room, right? You know, there's a you know, collection of vinyl and a record player there and nothing, you know, we don't mess with it. And then, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get a needle, new needle, put it on and show him this. And it's been like a, like I said, like now it's like a religious thing for us. Like every day he goes, grabs whatever, and we put it on. And I like it so much more. I feel so more connected, so much more connected to the music than when I do digit, like listening to it digitally. It's so different. Yeah. I just put yeah. it on. It's, it's great. I think that that shit is like, that is my favorite thing. And uh, like the, the color variants too. It's like a, it's a, it's like magic. You're like, how's, how's this, <laughs> how, like, how's this piece of plastic making me feel like this right now? So I'm definitely more geared like, you know, I like Wayne, you've been, we've been, you know, we've known each other for a while now and you know that I'm, I'm, I'm big on like, you know, the, the, like having records, having tapes and, you know, also like just branding yourself, like how I did, you know, I kind of, kind of have like a completely DIY thing. I have my studio to manufacturing to, you know, I have a, rad group of artists that do my stuff you know like that's been big for me like clothes clothing the clothing you know the amount of like t-shirts I sell is is incredible so and that's that's due to you know like having you know branded my band correctly with with what I do just making a really cohesive thing and really geared towards you know like I said like the vinyl records the cassettes and that and that vibe that's where I I really try to push my customers to have that experience. So, I mean, it's been pretty good for me. Like I wouldn't really have it any other way. And I feel, I feel so much closer to the, the punk. Can I have a microphone? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good stuff right there. I eat a banana every day. That's like the best superfood on the planet. How, How is your digital sales? Like with the download and sales from. On Bandcamp or where? Bandcamp Band is so when I do a release, I can't give you a completely correct number, right. but I will tell you it's one time. I'm just going to give you an example of this. So I did a record last year called Flash or in 2020, sorry, called Flashback. And I actually left it off commercial digital pages entirely for mm. one year to yeah. see if I would have more digital downloads from Bandcamp if I didn't have it out there. It, I was so right. When mm-hmm. I look at all of my albums that I have, I have several up there. And then, of course, my old catalog, Beast, my previous band, Beastmaker, um, that record has the most digital downloads. Wow. So people will go in and buy it if they can't get it. Right. That's, that's a fact. If they want it bad enough, they're going to pay $9.99 for a digital download. You know, it's like just so they could listen to it or whatever. But again, you know, I think we're in another uh, area quickly talked about fans. Fans want to support the bands directly now. And Bandcamp is a way to do that. And I don't work for Bandcamp. I mean, I have no affiliation. I mean, I give them a lot of money a year. They get 10. They're like the church. They get 10%. You know? And I think if you don't hit a certain threshold, like Timo was saying earlier, Apple has a a threshold where you sell a million and then you get to a new percentage rate. Well, Bandcamp does the same thing. You got to sell a certain amount and then they put you, they're like, Oh, you've sold this much for us and you made us yeah. this much. Now we, you know, it's cheaper. 
Mm-hmm. Unless they think that you have until you sell one million dollars worth of stuff. That's ri- that's ridiculous. It's, that's a it's, lot. It's it's <laughs> it's, fi- it's fifteen percent, and then after that, thirty. I can just say that if the, all the streamings that I have for my songs that I wrote, mm. I would be a millionaire. Yeah, you know, and I should be. I know. I know my words in that. So the only thing I can do just is to sort of start again, which is not really possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I do have my plans, and I have something I've never done before. I've planned for a year, planned for two years, planned for five years, ten even, twenty. So I, I am very fixed in that. I do have it, and and I never had this before. I mean, I just played the tours and. <laughs> We never thought about these things. I mean, Jens right, right. did. He's always, Jens has always been really, really intelligent in this and, and, and got it over too. Mm-hmm. And, and then also that um, whenever I get really uh, paranoid about these conspiracy theories and everything, I just talk to Jens because he's super cool. Yes. It just gets me back. And all this, you know, uh, having the chip in the, you know, that collects your thoughts kind of, you know, this, Totally <laughs> stupid <laughs> things. I mean, it's kind of, and I, I really think that, as, as my personal opinion, right. people should have an ability to choose, the right to choose, right? Yeah, in everything, you know. And if you if you need to open the can of worms of that Neil Young thing, do we have to? Man, yeah, why not? I open that can that of he, worms. <laughs> he has the right to do that. Of course, he does. And so has Rogan. Yeah, you know, and yeah, I, I never, I never even, I never even knew about this guy. So I, I, I kind of looked a couple of episodes, and I think what he is doing, he's actually inviting many people there around right. the subject. You know, right? Regarding vaccines, pros and cons, anti and you know, for. So I mean, that's that's good. I think. Yeah. yeah. And this whole coronavirus shit has been going on far too long. Yeah, we pay so much attention to this, and that is not a good thing, you know. Mm. And now in Europe, they're starting to actually remove the restrictions finally. So yeah. all of them, yeah. Even in Finland, which is uh, I'm surprised about that. Oh wow, really? So tomorrow I go to Norway because I'm gonna record bass with Yari. We have a new song, and I just because I'm double vaccinated, I know I don't need to take tests. Like I say, that's the only reason why I took the vaccines that I can tour. Yeah, because you can't you can't come here and do anything without being. No, and I can't I can't go to South American tour without that. So yeah, yeah. that was the choice, and I don't think I would have taken that vaccine. Yeah, you know, but I chose to take it, and this this decision has to be valid, I think, for everyone. You know, right? Yeah, and I really think there's something really, as my personal opinion, something really black and dark. People are made forced to take this. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. I really don't like that. Yeah. But then I see this fucking discussions on Facebook about Neil Young and, and all this. It's like they are, they are just talking about the same thing. They don't hear each other. People. Right. Right. They say, "Why is Young doing this?" I said, "Oh, he has the right." Mm. You know. Yeah, but he he's like he says, if they re- don't remove Rogan. I leave. He, he never said that. Mm. He just said they can have either me or him. Right. That's his right. 
he can choose to do that. And then every action in this planet has consequences. You know, you set out original cause and it has an effect. That's for sure, no matter what you do. Yeah. So wake, you go to sleep in the, in the night and you wake up in the morning, hopefully. <laughs> that kind of thing. So he did this and he can afford it as right. well. Yeah. You know, he's not. Yeah, they, they both can. So. Yeah, they are not, you know, economically tied to that. Yeah. Um, but I, I really think that people should be free in this, that they really don't like to, tell, to be told what to do. Right. Which mm-hmm. is what it really comes down to. I think but, so. Yeah. I, really I mean, so, but you know. I don't know. I'm going to add something. I think there's something really odd to me about the Neil Young Spotify thing. I think like Neil Young has some other hidden agenda. He's a uh, reptile. No, just about. <laughs> No, just about where his his streaming music's going to. Like, I feel like he's. I've read somewhere that he's, he has investment in a streaming company. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he had a he had a streaming thing like a long time, or not a streaming thing, but um, some kind of. He had, he remember that he made that that um, MP3 player. Well, like well whatever years the ago. case may be, I just feel like this whole thing is like uh, he's there's there's something else behind it other than just this Joe Rogan thing, because I feel like Joe Rogan is like Phil Donahue. He has people just on of all kinds of, they could be right. super strange and unusual. And then like something, you know, really serious. And right. it's just the show, show, it's the show is all over. I don't, he's even said he doesn't have an agenda. He just has conversations with people. Right. Which- and that, that to me is where it's like, I'm, you, you know, I have to agree with, some of what Joe Rogan says on that, because like he's saying it to the people is like, I am just having conversations. That's what I do. Right. That is all he does. There's no reason to, for Neil Young to be like, Joe Rogan can't be on Spotify because blah, blah, blah. It's the people that he's talked to that has those opinions. Right. He didn't say that. He's not, he never, he's not he never saying, said that. He didn't say that. He said they can have either me or him. That's a decision. No, I know that, but like he's saying, like he, they, they're mad at Rogan because of you know because they had that that one guy. I don't remember what his name was, but the one that said a, he, it was a couple doctors talking about right. that. Yeah, yes. have one of them is one of the most published in his field. I can't remember their names. Was it called? Was called Mengele. Yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> there was a no. you know there was a guy in Germany about 50, 60 years ago who tried to control things. Yes. Yes. I don't think we want to go there. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we're not. No, yeah. we'll get. I'll have a. a yeah, no. <laughs> what uh, I mean is, that, or, or I was, mean, you, you guys, you guys have a constitutional right to say whatever you want. Right. Right. That protects you. Or was Joe Rogan the scapegoat to be like, we're not having music. It's like this thing that we want to remove ourselves now because of blah blah blah. And it's and you see Spotify stock go down. And now they're like, we're gonna pay the, we're gonna pay everybody more or something. I don't know what exactly. To me, it's it's too much and so far like away from what I'm trying to do that I don't even like my like right now I'm like putting a wall up to it because I'm like <laughs> I don't care what's going on on Spotify. I don't care about any of this stuff. I got my own shit to deal with, and like you know, hey, we should go for this for Spotify. Red Salad review. What? How about like ten million? I'm not taking ten million, 10 million bucks. 
No, I'm still on Spotify. Uh, actually, I just put up no, a new, but, you know, my new EP just came on Spotify. If anybody searches Rats Out Review and Friends, you can uh, find all of our cover songs that we did on there. And we're, it's on Spotify and everything. I can't Spotify. listen to it. Sorry, I can't listen to Spotify. Well, you can listen to it on Spotify. I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, so. that's, a weird, that's, weird, that's a weird one. Like, literally, if you're like, it's only on Spotify, like, you kind of like, you, like, to really me, I'd be like oh, I'm not going to listen to you because I can't go there. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, that yeah. person's well, only I can. I can. I can. Yes. I can. I can because if I take my stuff out, that would be a hypocritical yes, to listen to it. But I wonder, maybe Neil Young is going to be going against you. He's going to make his own bit minor. I think he's going to make his own podcast in Spotify. You think so? Maybe. <laughs> it's, it's very maybe possible. It <laughs> what I think, what I really like, I really like is that Spotify has to actually explain this now because of this. So yeah. they have to. They they came out and and they released some rules. Yeah. You know. And they have the right. I don't like the rules. I hate rules. I'm an anarchist. Well, yeah. Basically. Rules so, suck, but you know. Yeah. Some people need them. What yeah. were you saying, Daniel? Daniel Eck, the uh, CEO of Spotify said something interesting a couple of years ago or when people were complaining and like, I, I, I think it's good to take it back some, um, what was, you know, being said a couple of years back, uh, Daniel Eck was telling, you know, bands were complaining because blah, 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 they're not making this money. He said that you can't be a lazy artist anymore. Basically you have to put out like content constantly. You know, because like the raps, the rap artists, they just do singles only. You can't go buy their CD. And they're, he, you know, he's emphasizing, he's like, you want to make this work for you. You got to think of Spotify almost as Instagram. You're trying to build up your following through social media. And yeah. Spotify yeah. to me is kind of, is a form of social media. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, but so if you follow his schematic, I wonder if you would see success because there are artists out there, Billie Eilish and, and such Ariana, Ariana Grande, they're some of the most, they, yeah. they have some of the most users and their whole thing is Spotify. They, like physical is like non-existent in their, their realm. They don't have to go in and do an album. You know, they can go in right. and do a song or two exactly. and put it out and boom. Yeah. Sign up the times. The I mean, that's, you have to change with the times. That's what I think. Yeah, you know, yeah. The streaming streaming's here to stay, and hopefully, physical yeah. media is here to stay too. So, I think it will be. I think it will be. Of course, I. I mean, I, I recently I, I played this Eagle Heart song of ours video, and it has like forty million views. Yeah. And then suddenly came this Britney Spears Toxic with five hundred million views. <laughs> you and gotta catch I, up. I, I'm, I'm in the wrong, fucking wrong business here. <laughs> you know, I should be writing pop songs. You should. That's be. what I should really do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna book a ticket to LA and I, I'm gonna live there until I make it. And then I see you in Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> well Trevor's got some room there. I think you can sleep with the dog maybe on that, that blue chair back there. It's this fucking yeah. rabbit. It's not a dog. Yeah, not a rabbit. Rabbit. She's, she's actually <laughs> she's actually moved. She's now like laying on my sweatshirt on the ground. And I'm like, ah, so I'm gonna have dog hair all over. What's my what's sweatshirt. the name? What's the name? Her name's what's the, what's the name of the rabbit? <laughs> banana yeah. here she is for everybody to see mm. this is Thelma my dog, the studio dog is it Chihuahua? Is it Chihuahua? Yeah, yeah, she's a Chihuahua mm -hmm. when I was in Los Angeles I stayed at this promoter's home and he had eight Chihuahuas 
Oh my God. So I was I was constantly attacked by a, an army of Chihuahuas. Jesus Christ. They were fucking. Like, they were fucking me. They really. They me. They're bastards, man. So I tried to go. I tried to go to the toilet, and like eight of them attacked me. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Oh and I'm a big guy, and they're like, you know, fucking. It was super funny, and like eight Chihuahuas. I've been attacked by an army of Chihuahuas. That's a nice pop song. Right. There's your next hit right there, Army that's of Chihuahuas. The name of my next guest. It should be the name of somebody's band, Army of Chihuahuas. <laughs> I could definitely see that in like in like the Latin culture. There might already be one. It could be. Did you, did you see any of that down uh, in Mexico when you were there? For no, 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 there, there is. <laughs> as far as I know, not yet. Anyway, when there will be now. There, there's these the reggaeton bands that there's this, like uh, was, when I was in Dallas. There was this um, was this like a reggaeton band what with uh, like um, um hard rock stuff like Def yeah. Leppard and what was it called I saw the show actually I don't they're know. American guys but yeah they were like hilarious so uh, oh you talking about I, Steel Panther no no they are actually some so I thought we can do Stratoton which is like reggaeton version of Stratoton oh god no don't do that <laughs> but my artistic pride would never allow me to do that yeah thank god but I can make a franchise, franchise, you know, like you know, I can <laughs> assemble bands yeah. and you can play the songs <laughs> and stuff. I just take, you know, I pay to you guys like zero point zero zero three cents per game. Yeah, that, work. that works out. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Well, uh, to make so, a long story short, I think mm-hmm. that the answer to the question of this podcast is yes, it is possible. It is possible, and the, these are two guys, two examples here, Trevor. With his yeah. uh, with the Haunt band and uh, with his band camp, and we're going to try to get him on Bit Minor. <laughs> send uh, stuff. Yeah, and then uh, Timo, you know, with with your all your solo albums, and now you're working on this Bit Minor thing, which is going to be awesome, and I hope it really works out. And, you know, a lot of musicians come onto your platform too, so it's yeah, going to help them a lot as well. Exactly, and they get paid seventy percent around that. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the way the, it should be, you know. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what's that's what really the problem is with with those streaming platforms is the, musicians aren't running those things. It's just you know some schmuck or whatever doesn't know about like you know what your guys you know how you spend your money to make the albums and all the stuff that goes into you know producing music and yeah. they don't care about that. They just. Well, I talk, I talk to Daniel. A- I talk to Daniel Lake every day, and he's a good friend of mine. Not. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's a musician, but maybe he's like what they call failed musician. Yeah, I'm he has a salary sure. of 30,000 30, bucks a month, so that gives him some leverage. <laughs> you know, that's his salary, and I still don't understand how two billion dollars company can be non-profitable. I don't fucking get it. You know, mm, yeah. I really don't. <laughs> so, when do we think we're seeing this bit minor thing? We're going to launch it. We're going to launch it in July, and that's the plan. Is that the first thing to release is my my live recording and video of this year? Yeah, because we have this Mexico City concert, 30th of April. So we're going to film that and record that, and it's going to come out through that platform as the first thing. So we're going to release it maybe even before, but it's it really depends. I don't know nothing about that. I made the original drawing. And then this guy is growing. Yeah, I, I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna look for it because you have to see it. Yeah. 
And this guy is just because most of these web designers, they're like, it's difficult. And he was like, this is cool. Let's do it. I was like, okay, that's my guy. You know, I like that attitude. So then he started, you know, coding it. And then suddenly it's like, Demo, this is much bigger than I thought. It's like, and then they show me this jungle yeah. of schematics. I'm like, yeah. but it's yeah. that the one I started? Yeah. Well, he's he's been working on that since like 25 years. And so it's not just my idea, it's his idea too. So it's right. like combined the two people find that common ground, then it's possible to do that. And it's always a teamwork. There's no way I could do that alone. Right, yeah. You don't know all that crap, so. No, I'm really proud because now I'm a senior vice president of the artist relations. <laughs> Very cool. Congratulations. Uh, Thank Congratulations, you. Congratulations, man. I get, my, I get my business card as well. Like, do you want to have it? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if there's any questions in here. Uh, I some One question. Is pay-to-play okay to, if you sell merch? If you can sell merch, well, usually you can sell merch any, anywhere you pretty yeah, much play, right? I, so I don't know because I don't like I don't do pay to play gigs because yeah. like certain places that do that, like why bother? Just book something at your local nightclub and promote it well, make a good flyer, get your music out there. You know, we had but, we had one. But if, one if, it, like but if, it's, if you're a professional musician. And you should already know that like pay to play is is we had, not really your right. best, best <laughs> Timo sells bananas at his shows we we got this gig with Iron Maiden in India or something and the guys wanted to do it I didn't want yeah because I, I saw no value in that why to do that I mean right. just the one gig to fly right. there to play 30 minutes before Maiden with horrible sound yeah. and they were really pissed off to me when I said when, no who, when was this Stratovars it was like oh really Maybe 2003 or something. Oh, wow. So that's the thing. But, you know, pay the play in itself. And I say this again, everybody has to think what is best for their career. If you think it's cool, it is cool. Right. That's yeah, what I'm saying. The, if you have the dough, I guess, whatever. If you got the money, you could play the game, you know? Yeah, yeah. You could, you yeah. could come to Las Vegas. You could do whatever you're going to do. Here's my money. <laughs> I don't care. That means you're in the, you're financially independent, and if you're financially independent, great. I know I know a couple dudes that are financially independent that have bands, and um, they don't really care about making money in their band. Like uh, you've heard of Enforcer. Yep. Yep. So Olaf, um, you know, he works as like a sound engineer. He's always traveling about, and that's how he makes his money. And he just tells me he's like, I can't worry about all the other stuff with my music stuff. He's like, I do fine i love my job and i love doing heavy metal too and he's he's one of the baddest dudes out there he's one of the, I, I love enforcer i think they're like top 10 for the new wave of traditional heavy metal bands so yeah. uh, you know it's like um yeah there's now I remember there's, the name of the band it's called metalachi oh yeah metalachi yeah yeah i saw them in dallas <laughs> and they had like, this, this, like mar- mariachi versions of mariachi like, heavy metal. metal. They play. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're killer. They're actually yeah, really I, good. I, I think it was it was a cool like fifteen minutes, and so then I didn't get the joke anymore, so I left. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, this so. this question could be for both of you. Really, have uh, either of you suffered any guitar related injuries? What is guitar? What is what is guitar related injuries? Well, I, <laughs> carpal tunnel hurt. syndrome, carpal tunnel syndrome, nerve damage. There's all kind. I, like 
I literally got back today from my last appointment of physical therapy on my right arm from playing so many, you know, cause I play drums too, you know, and I play right. all the instruments on my record. So when I do an album, I'm by the time I'm done with it, my right, my right arm is so fucked up from playing drums for like two weeks straight, basically mm-hmm. recording eight hours a day and then playing all the guitar. And I do two guitar parts, you know, cause I do the harmonies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had to, you know, like full album and then bass, and by that time, and then I'm clicking the mouse, my fucking right arm is just, <laughs> I can't even, like, I can't even feel, like, I can't even feel the tip of my finger when I'm done with the record, so, but I just got released today, I'm feeling great, so, and that's carpal tunnel, carpal tunnel syndrome, and yeah. that is, um, and it's from music, you yeah. get it, you have to, you have to stretch, my physical therapist is always like, stretch your wrist, because that's a lot to do, you know, um, um, the way I, the way I approach things, you know, being a, basically a one man band, I have my live band, but we don't write music together at all. Right. So when I'm in here working like that, that's a serious concern of mine is injury. And I, I definitely, um, what this? take the time. Yeah. That's, that looks good. What is that? Pear? Mango. Is that a pear? Mango. Oh, mango. That's a mango. Mangoes are delicious. I'm a vegetarian. And a carpal tunnel thing happens to my guitars too. I am too. I've been I've been vegetarian for a long time. That's why I keep saying I'm, like I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the only vegetarian that doesn't eat vegetables. <laughs> you only eat fruit. <laughs> is, it, is it a fruit only? It's like every day I have a banana and a mango. That's all he eats, actually, banana and mangoes. Guitar related injury might be mm-hmm. when I played in this fucking um Whiskey, I go when I go to the bar and I, I order two gin and tonics and two beers for my friend. And the girl says 50 bucks. <laughs> that hurt my heart. So, <laughs> I had a heart attack. So I guess that's guitar related injury. Uh, let's see, anything else here? Uh, uh, somebody says my, my, my Project Resurrect album slays. That's right, projectresurrect.bandcamp.com. Go buy it. Uh, Ginkle has been looking forward to this show. Uh, else turned down uh, so my friend of mine, he turned down a tour with Malmstein, two weeks tour. He wanted fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, great, right. don't do it. No, yeah, oh, all right, good that's, idea. That's a why should you do it? That's a big, big no. Uh, somebody wants to know what uh, you're smoking, Trevor. Um, my mom grew this, so it's oh, really it's how. California outdoor, whatever she uh she goes to the cannabis dispensary and very cool. Gets, she gets some clones. <laughs> Here's some of her weed. I'll show I'll show everybody right now. That one of the jars. Here's a good jar. Ah, nice, nice jar. Homegrown mom weed. <laughs> Let's go to the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> I think so there's something that, else in there. They're shooting amphetamine or what? That's what, I'm, that's, that's what I'm smoking right now. Uh, what else? We What's got our here? address, by the way? <laughs> somebody says, uh, somebody else loves Bandcamp too. He said, definitely way to go. Uh, and somebody said, when the day comes where there's a global internet apocalypse, I'll be here with all my CDs laughing my ass off. All, uh, yeah. all, all Spotify kids freaking out. Uh, I have news for the, I have news for this man. What's that? Jesus loves you. 
Uh, I don't sure. understand. I don't understand this one. Maybe Marcelo Kabuli should make should take care of your merchandising. Who the hell's that? <laughs> should I know who that is? Who is saying that? Uh, Ross ninety nine. Uh, it's fucking Nick. <laughs> He's a beautiful man. I'm sure he is. Uh, and what's From the Buenos worst? Aires. What's the worst gig either of you have played? Well, probably the the gig I'm going to play uh, this weekend. Oh, that's nice. You didn't play it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, playing, we're playing in Tulare. If you've ever even heard of that, where so, is it? Exactly. Nobody's <laughs> ever heard of Tulare, and so it's you know we're we live. I'm in the Central Valley of California, and there's a free, there's a freeway here, the 99, that basically runs from Sacramento to Los Angeles. And we're all that in between. It's all a lot of, you know, small towns, farm agriculture. Um, and Tulare's about 45 minutes from Fresno. And it's a little teeny town, but, you know, you got to go and, you know, we're from the Valley. So I, 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 I you know, I want to play shows around here, you know, just for the heavy metal people that happen to live there. And this place smells, it's like, it's your, it's like a dungeon. It's called Farmageddon, and you feel like the world's going to end after you've been there for an evening. You know, you're like, it might be at the end. There's a homeless encampment next to it. It's oh, down. Nice. It's literally down. It's like a dungeon, and there's a live wire. There, you can see the you can see the pipe in the back room that goes to the sewer. It's like open, <laughs> so the place smells like shit. Like I'm not kidding you. So, but oh but it'll be fun. I got some some homies bands, Fortress from LA, great up and coming new wave attritional heavy metal band. Philly Bibiano is one of the best guitarists in LA right now. Very young, and he's gonna be he's he's so awesome. Uh, and this up and coming band, Night Night and Gallo, that are on No Remorse Records, and they're young. They're like in their twenties, mm. uh, keeping the heavy metal spirit alive, the old school shit. So it's going to be a rad, it's going to be a rad show for Tulare. You know what I mean? So what is heavy metal spirit? Um, just living free, banging your head and having a good time and, and not caring about rules and not having to, the need to conform. That's what I think heavy metal is anyway. So they're keeping, they're keeping, they're they're keeping it like real. They played all the show, you know, they're, they're, they're doing it like how you know it should be done anyway it uh, sounds like manowar to me but it'll be <laughs> it'll be it'll it'll likely be the worst gig i've played this year because there it'll probably like the people that are com- that are coming are probably from fresno and they're like why the fuck did you guys have to play an hour out of town that's gonna be the scenario it's like why didn't you just play in fucking fresno man but sometimes all those, those the shows that you think are gonna suck they end up being like one of the best shows you ever do oh i'm i have no doubt i'm gonna have fun i already i already got some buddies coming and that's all i need to enjoy my evening my friends a friend of mine at work his band played a show and it was like maybe five or six other bands playing and three of them canceled and he was like, oh, man, this show's going to suck. But then the next day, he was like, no, it was like, it was like one of my favorite things we've done. So you never know. Yeah, you didn't, you, if, never if, know. You, if you have to sit, if you have to sit and watch three bands you don't like, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> get it over with, you know, get the get the show on the road, get the show yeah. moving. What's your worst uh, gig, Timo? Well, we did a lot of back in 86 
for like 92, basically, for like, uh, we played to three people and a dog. <laughs> so there was this one gig when I still was singing and playing guitar. And so we do, we do the, the set and I play, uh, we play a song and the guy comes to me, one of the three and the dog was there too. <laughs> and he gives me like 50 film marks, which is like 10 bucks a note. <laughs> he gives you money. Yeah. And then he goes down and he starts doing push-ups in front of me. And I'm like, what the fuck is <laughs> That is, you know, really weird. And then we played the gig and then uh, my daughter was there. She was like four. Yeah. And we, we thought maybe we don't encore. So <laughs> a small, I hear a small voice saying, I hope they're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. You know? That's funny. That's we did a lot of stuff like that. And it, it's never been bad. I mean, you take the good with the bad. I mean, yeah. you always do the, basically what I do and with the guys I play, we go, we're entertainers at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know, we lift their spirits up and we make them happy as we can. So in Mexico, when I played some of these gigs, there were people like crying, literally. Right. Yeah. yeah. I did see these people like three meters. Well, you know, you don't know what meter is, but fuck, we mm-hmm. feed, whatever. So the guy's crying and I'm looking at him and I'm like, what, what is this? Mm-hmm. No. And I, what, what can you say? And what can you do? And how do you feel when you see that? It's like your music and the guys totally crying, tears and everything. That's awesome. That's, that's how much you affected his life. Exactly. And that is really when I start to think of the influence my music has, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, that's for a guy who writes songs. That's the best thing yeah. that can happen. But you really see that yourself. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So we got this Bitminer thing coming up. Is there any like website or anything out for this yet? Or yeah, there is. I'm gonna put it to. There's a press release, so it's gonna be there. Right. You know, in that. And yeah, that's that really is the only thing I could come up with as a solution to this Spotify, yeah. Spotify, whatever, whatever the file, you know, <laughs> and Apple. And I mean, Apple has better sound quality. I have to say. Right. Yeah. I don't know how they did it, but but these are flag files and those are like CD standards. Yeah. So yeah. it's gonna be like that. And it's the same thing. And then, you know, and that's the thing. I, I get full benefit from the sales directly. There's nobody yeah. in between. Right. Only the bit miners, which I'm part of, because I'm the mm-hmm. vice president. So <laughs> El Presidente. Uh, El Presidente. Yeah, I smuggled drugs to Colombia stuff. That's really it's like. Uh, <laughs> well, good. You can live down in California. See, there's even more opportunity for you in California. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of money, man. <laughs> Some serious green bags. So you know, but in any way, that, that's that's really what I see the future for all my music. You know, and at, if I at some point get the rights back, to my songs, which I hope it sometimes yeah. happens. Of course, I'm gonna put it there. You know, yeah. Oh, well, hope but so. I have, like I said, I have no ideological arguments. I have nothing against Spotify. I have nothing against Paul, Paul Young, what is it, Neil Young, Neil Young, yeah. and, and 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 Joe Rogan, and nobody there. And it's okay, Ex- except Daniel Egg. Maybe have a little bit. <laughs> He's the owner, but you know, because you know, he may, he had an idea, and obviously it's big. But then maybe you should go to some. 
course for the management course or something because it's a two billion dollar company is non profitable. Right, right. I think he has to learn some rules, maybe. Yeah. You know. All right. And as uh, Lazy Bear says, Timo's music has hit me like no other music. Uh, it's amazing to him. So, real cool. Uh, and Trevor, this is your latest album, Unplugged Volume One. I've yet to open it yet, so I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, it's awesome. Oh, I love the artwork. I love all your artworks, by the way, on, on all your albums. Thanks, really man. cool. Is that a rabbit? Is that a rabbit? No, it's not a rabbit. No, no rabbit. Oh. No rabbit. Maybe oh. one on the back, though. It's some Greek thing. <laughs> but uh, what's uh, what's in store for Haunt next? I got a new record out in June. Um, we're going on tour in April here. I'm with um, this band Traveler from Canada. Amazing band. Check out Traveler. Uh, Screamer from Sweden is coming over here. And Sweden. then uh, where's that? Uh, it's in Scandinavia. Oh, uh, it's and um, Saber from Los Angeles, who's like, dude, they're they're so rad. So we're all playing the Hell's Heroes Festival in Houston, Texas, and so we decided to go up, take it all the way up to the to Canada. So we're going up to Vancouver, and that tour will go all the way to down to Texas and back to California, where we end it. So that's that's going to be the first tour for me since uh, COVID. So mm. it's not going to happen. There are yet. <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's gonna be this new variety called Ypsilon. Uh, no, day. we're it, America. America is not closing down again. It's, everybody, it's, it's everybody's gung ho here. They're like, "Fuck you!" At this yeah. point, they're like, "We've it's, already, we've already, not, we've already stayed not, in long enough. We have yeah. the solution." We're no, not this vaccine, vaccine not this. mandate. I just got like an <laughs> app. So now, like my vaccine card is like an app on my phone, and I just like oh. they just I just show them that now. So yeah. it's like it's just, that's just where we are. So if you haven't done that, then you're not. You could. It's it's like a it's freedom with it to me. You know, I'm like fuck it. That whatever whatever I got to do. Just Google. Just back. Google. Epsilon spreads in midair, and you get you know. You know, you know all this all this banana. I'm fucking hungry, so. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I give it to you. So. I'm not. I would fucking eat that right now. I'm starving. <laughs> I mean, I just smoked like two joints. And I'm I know. Like, so he's yeah. He's he's on the way to Taco Bell right now. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> so, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna get it going here. Get so, out of here. Uh, and thank you I'm very much for one, coming on the show. Thing. Thank. Good talking to you, Timo. Much Same luck you, with man. the good, good luck. luck with Bit Minor. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, Haunt the Nation. Same with Facebook, facebook.com. You know, you just put in Haunt the Nation. That's where you can find me. If you're trying to find, if you're trying to find my music to listen to, hauntthenation.bandcamp.com. That directly supports me and what I do and all my merchandise is up there, vinyl, all of that stuff. Um, Fuck, everybody man, has a great week. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. so have a good, have a good one, Timo. Right, and I want to get you on my regular show too at some point, so no, we'll be talking just, later. You, right? you know, how, you know how to get a hold of me. I'll talk to you. Later, yeah, of course. See you later. Day. Have a good one. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming me. on. Bye. Later. See ya. All right, everybody. And Timo, anything else you got to add? I have. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Do you have something? I because I, I'm just. I think that this covers pretty much. I think so too. Uh, it was a pretty good show. You know, coming from two different. You know, he's got his side with. You know, he loves the yeah, visual, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the 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 physical media. Yeah. I love and, it too. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm a CD guy, fundamentally. 
you know. Yeah, and you know, and I love my physical stuff. But you know what? Like I, I always say on all my shows, my car does not have a CD player anymore. So I had to go to digital, you know, and I'm still buying my stuff. But digital is kind of like the way to go, you know, because, you know, I, even at my job, I can't bring a CD player with me. It's, it's, it's impossible. So we've been doing this show now, like almost for three years now. right? Yeah. Yeah. Can you help me in something? No. Goodbye. Uh, have a good day, everybody. No, I, have, I, have, I have only one request. Well, we're, we're still live. So if this is something how, you can't ask me live. How, how, how will I listen to music in the future? Um, how will you listen to music on your, on your phone? Obviously. Yeah, but I can't use the apps. Well, you're going to have your own app, BitMiner. Yeah, but only my own. <laughs> yeah. You don't listen to my own stuff only. I don't Well, you kind of fucked yourself there. <laughs> exactly. I painted myself to the corner. You did. You did. Although, you know, I got a lot of stuff. Well, you probably don't listen to the app, should I, I have. So um, I'd send you well, the that's MP3s. Respectable. But... That's respectable amount. Yeah. So. That maybe no, something. You can't, you can't send me MP3s, right? Because that would be a pirate piracy it would well, be like a to, reverse spotify we don't have to tell anybody how about the conscious <laughs> when you go to sleep in the night you're like fuck i sent team of thousand mp 3s and nobody gets paid <laughs> and you wake up with a horrible sweat like, well you know how many cds i've stolen over the years oh shit we're still alive fuck i had no idea Ugh. Let's anyway. get the truth out. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never stole a CD in have, my life. What else you have done? Nothing, but we better get out of here before anybody finds out anything. What excellent show. Timo is an excellent guitarist, and Trevor and Haunt are an excellent band. And yes, they are. Uh, Traveler is a killer band as well. And Saber are also great. Yes, they are very good bands. Actually, I never heard of Saber. But uh, yeah, some cool stuff. And again, thanks for Trevor for coming on the Timo Tolki podcast. And thanks for doing this show. We haven't done this in forever. So yeah. we have to try to get, you know, doing this more uh, often. And uh, we still have to go through the uh, Revolution Renaissance albums. We kind of stopped with all that stuff. Oh, yeah, but, uh, exactly. We have to do that. Yeah. So we have we to can do the next one in the States. Our, no, cool. our Revolution Renaissance album is still going to be on That's streaming. true. Are they going to be on streaming still? Mm. Or are they going to move to your Bitminer thing? I'm, I'm going to try. Yeah. But it depends on a couple of things. But I'm going to try to get everything. I possibly can. Yeah. All right. So. All right, everybody. You heard it from Timo himself. All his stuff is going to be removed yes. from all the streaming. For the it's right reasons. Go for the right reasons. And uh, check out, wait for his Bitminer site to come it's out. Like I'm going to tell this that uh, Bitminer can only choose me or Young. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to uh, choose me. They might choose you. Although no, they have to because I'm the board. Of, you know, I'm, I, I sit in the board. Well, have you li- have you listened to any Neil Young songs? They might be better than yours. Well, he did this fucking. He has been around. I don't know. I don't. That's know the only song I know. I don't know. If it's, <laughs> I don't know if the world is so free when I look at all these fights. No. You know, is that, isn't that isn't that ironic I mean, though? He, he sings a song about living in a free world, uh, and then he's yeah. 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 <laughs> you I know. know. I know what you mean. Yeah. But you know, it's it's his constitutional right. That's it. I mean, I'm in all for that. You know, that's all and, it is. Uh, Just I don't everybody's know. opinions, I, even I, if you I, don't I, agree yeah, with something. Exactly. I really so. don't know um, who can decide what rules are good for everyone. Right. You know. Yeah. I like the old, like, the old saying is uh, if you don't like it, don't watch it. You know, it's as easy as that. 
And I think people, a lot of people have forgotten about that. Does this mean like Holocaust as well? That's not, you know, today is uh, I saw that. that day. So let's not go there. Is it? Is <laughs> yes, it? it is. Yeah. So hol- I, I, saw I this, believe it is. I saw what this Whoopi Goldberg said. Did you see that? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> it's not a racial thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And somebody else, actually, um, uh, you don't watch wrestling, but uh, no, a wrestler, a wrestler, uh, a wrestler was going to premiere on a, a another wrestling show uh, yesterday, and they saw an old interview that the guy did talking about some Jewish stuff or whatever, and mm-hmm. it immediately told him, "Don't come to the building." Is so, that it? Okay. Yeah, he, he got fired immediately. Basically, just about saying the word. Just about talking about what he talked about. He it was some conspiracy stuff about uh, Jews and oh, stuff okay. like that. So you know, yeah, immediately. Yeah. But it was from you know years ago. But you know. yeah, was it Mel Gibson? No, it was a wrestler. Oh yeah, okay. Well, he's kind of wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't. I didn't rest. I was at this one show. This wrestling show with your friend and like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was fun. They don't but do I, that I, no I, more, by the way. Why not? Uh, the my friend who is the wrestler Eric Adams. He's uh, he's been busy with his own stuff, uh, his mother and stuff like that. Okay. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, she's doing a little bit better, but still, that's that's good to hear. Yeah. I only wrestle with my ego, <laughs> and I, I only wrestle. I, I only wrestle to, <laughs> and I'm only wrestling to end the show. So we okay. will see you guys next time. And uh, hit subscribe, please hit subscribe button, and uh, it helps me out, helps Timo out too because he's on this network as well. So yeah. then uh, go follow the ratsoutreview.com website and uh, follow us on uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, we're everywhere. TikTok, are you on TikTok? I'm on tic- I am on TikTok. You should be on TikTok too. Well. Your music, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, your music might be on TikTok. Yeah, it is actually. It, it is because when I made the little video, you have stuff, to remove so. it from TikTok. <laughs> <sighs> it's, it'll be gone from everywhere <laughs> but we'll have an alternative thanks, thanks All right. see you guys soon and uh, talk to you later bye bye